Hi there, I'm the Not So Young Nerd, and this is Anime Scouter, the show where we pick some of the most interesting anime of the season, talk about it, and sometimes even make video essays about them. You can watch the show right here on YouTube every Sunday and Tuesday, and if you prefer to consume your content in audio format, I do all of my shows as podcasts. You just need to look for Not So Young Nerd on your favorite podcast services. As always, if you're new to the channel, welcome, and if you're already a subscriber, welcome back today we are talking about my hero academia season 5 episode 9 let's begin last week i said i was excited about bakugo's fight and oh man it was awesome it was awesome it seems like every single episode has a standout animation moment. Last week it was Lida's Reciprocal Turbo, and this week it was Bakugo's gliding through the gray pipes like a rebellious yet graceful ballerina. While the gray pipes are getting repetitive at this point, since this since this is like the tenth time we see the characters flying through them, it was still amazing, and it was the best flying slash moving through the environment we have seen so far in the season. I know that there are other characters in the My Hero Academia universe who are amazing, but I always think they're second tiered compared to the power of one for all. We know that Mitoriya becomes the greatest hero. At least that's what the first episode said. So I always think that Bakugo, Todoroki, Lida, Gravity, pretty much everybody is going to suck against Midoriya. But this episode showed us something very, very different. It's true that one for all at 100% is still the scariest thing I've ever seen in the series. But Bakugo made a strong case on this episode as to why maybe he's going to become the number one hero in the future. Perhaps I'm reading too much into it and this is more like a Goku versus Vegeta thing where one is stronger than the other depending on the arc they are on. But it wouldn't surprise me if the author changed his mind about just having one number one hero because again Todoroki and Bakugo seem to be extremely powerful. So maybe in the future Midoriya is gonna share that number one spot with somebody else. Bakugo is someone that doesn't get that much character development since he's always screaming or being rude. Because of this he's either a hype machine or a joke. Very rarely does he do anything except scream, hype us up for an upcoming showdown, or make us laugh because he always wants to fight. So even though he's a memorable character, one of the best of the show, the show drove itself into a corner because they can't develop his character in baby steps like Midoriya or Todoroki. It has to be done in big leaps. And this episode was a big leap for sure. It's true that he cares about his teammates and friends he has always had. But this is the first time he actually expressed it out loud with words. When he said, whenever you're in trouble, I'll come and save you. I was like, what a hero. Listen to him. He's going to save you whenever you're in trouble. Like a goddamn Superman. I've got you. you you've got me. Who's got you? Then later in the episode when he said, and whenever I'm in trouble, you'll save me. I was like, God damn, dude, when did you become so perfect? Another thing that made this episode incredible was how well class 1A worked together. Finally, we see a team as a united front. In the previous battles, it seemed like they did their best to work with what they got. And you always got a standout person. Like the first battle, you had Froppy being a team leader, 
Same with Momo in battle number two, yet those matches felt different. It felt like if you took out the brain, then the whole team was done for, which is what happened in battle number two with Momo. In this fight, the team didn't even have to communicate while they were in battle. They just had each other's back. If an enemy was attacking them and they seemed to be done for, one of their teammates would come in and cover for them. Jiro would use her quirk to tell Bakugo where the enemy was. Bakugo would use his awesome ability to both attack the enemy and defend his teammates. Sugar Man was there to protect Jiro and Sero was there as a sort of secret weapon taping all the random little pieces and he was also there to secure the falling enemy so they wouldn't get out and try anything funny. Everyone was working together and again it all happened without regrouping, without waiting for what the other team would do. It was just trust and instinct and because of this they were able to win in less than five minutes which was awesome. Bakugo's goal in this episode was simple, hard to execute, but simple. Win without losing any teammates. While this seemed a bit like overkill, in reality, this should be the goal in every single fight. I know they're in a safe space, so if they lose a teammate, they just go to the other team's prison. But imagine if this was the real world and the heroes were fighting the League of Villains. They wouldn't go to prison, they would go bye-bye. After the amazing fight, All Might came up to Bakugo to say that he got chills. I know All Might is very energetic and very vocal, but still, what a compliment. To impress the number one hero of all time is a huge accomplishment. Talking about All Might, I don't want to be mean, but since he lost his powers, I've been wondering what his role in UA is. He has a ton of experience being not just any hero, but the number one, so that has to count for something. He can teach a lot about theory, but how is he going to teach about the more practical subjects? I don't know. I don't even know if the series knows because they haven't shown All Might teaching in a while. One last thing I have to say before I go is that All Might says that he has a really good childhood friend in Bakugo. <laughs> I don't know if I would consider them friends at this point. They're more like fremenies or rivals. Two people that constantly compete to be better than one another and because of that rivalry they get better and stronger than if they didn't compete. Think Sasuke and Naruto or Goku and Vegeta. Alright so that was my Hero Academia season 5 episode 9. Next episode we're finally going to see what Deku and Chinzo are made of. Are you excited? I know I am. Let me know if you are in the comments below or on Twitter. Before I close out this episode I just want to remind you to hit that like and subscribe button if you haven't already and if you're listening to this as a podcast if you could leave a nice review that would be much appreciated. You can follow me on social media at not so young nerd everywhere where I post fun facts about anime and document my process as a YouTuber. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check my other shows and I'll see you all next week. Bye bye.